Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. because I believe he is trying to say some things in this season and um, and we want to be aware of it and be aware of what he is saying so that we don't miss it. Amen. I'm, I don't want to miss it. How about you? Hallelujah. And so I want to talk about these three different things, revelation, elevation, and restoration. And we'll start with revelation. Um, turn over to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. We know this verse very, very well. It's, a, it's the prayer that um, we have learned um, to pray over ourselves and to pray over our church and, and to pray over our pastors. And, and it, it's a powerful scripture, uh, scripture. It's a powerful group of scriptures. And um, so let's start right here in verse 17. It says, uh, well, let's, let's start in verse 15. Uh, Therefore, I also, this is Paul, he said, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. And he says, uh, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you, say, give to me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. Aren't you thankful? According, if you're wondering what kind of power, according to the working of his power, of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in his right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named come on we we gave the glory to the name of Jesus the name that's above every name hallelujah not only in this age but also hallelujah with uh, the age which is to come and he put all things under his feet saying about that this morning and gave him to be head over all things to to the church or for the church would be a better way to say that which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all Amen. Because of uh, everything's been put under his feet and we're the body and he's the head, then everything's under our feet as well. Amen. Hallelujah. And so there's revelation that the Lord, uh, uh, I, it's hard not to read that whole passage, but I want to focus back on verse 17. I just get carried away sometimes with that, uh, that group uh, of scriptures. But in, Ro- in the verse 17, it says, it says that God would give you that the Father of glory, have we been talking about glory lately? That the Father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Amen. We talked about wisdom this morning. We're going to talk about revelation tonight. And um, the, the spirit of God has, has on his heart to give you revelation. He has it on his heart to give me revelation. There is revelation that the Lord is trying to get over to the church. And uh, let's bring it home here to our church there's revelation that the Lord is trying to get over to our church that is imperative for the season that we're in amen somebody say I want revelation praise God um you know I I, last night um I I woke up from in the middle of the night and the spirit of God was was on me and he and he said this to me and I just want to I just want to say it to you um you can write it down or you can hear it on the recording and write it down later but he said this to me he said there is new revelation that is flowing in this day and God is going to use pastors to bring a lot of it out and into the open because it's up close it's personal revelation and it affects the everyday life of the individual and when he said that to me, it, it stirred me about the season that we're in. You know, in, in the season when Brother Hagen was at the, at the forefront, how many know God was using a prophet to bring a lot of revelation to pass, right? And, and so it was important to, 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 to listen up and, and thank God there's still a lot of that revelation that's, that we can feed on today. And that it's, it, it, there's still stuff I, that I'm not walking in of that revelation that I'm endeavoring to. Amen. 
But how many know it's also important to know who God is using and what, he, what he's saying in, in, in any given time, right? Well, when, God, when the Spirit spoke that to me this morning and, and, said, and said that he's using pastors, and I knew that it wasn't just pastors in general. He was speaking right here home at our church that he's using our pastors to bring specific revelation that we need in this season to set us up for victory in the next season. And I like that because how many of you know when, when you know where God is, is trying to get revelation to you, you don't, you don't have to go looking for it elsewhere, right? I mean, because sometimes we can be like, well, what, you know, uh, uh, what, what's God saying in this day? What's God saying in this hour? And you can, you can feel like you need to, like, go and find this person or find that person. Well, Brother Hagin's not here anymore. Who? Well, God, God said to me he's using the pastors in this season to bring revelation that we've not had before for a specific purpose because he, he, the revelation he needs to get to us is up close and personal. How many know there's no better ministry gift than the pastor? to bring revelation that's up close and personal. I mean, I love the evangelists. He's, they're powerful, but they're not up close and personal with you. Amen. Brother Christopher Allen comes, and, and he preaches, and, and he says, glory to God. And, and it's wonderful, and the anointing comes, and we're, and we're thankful to have him. But, how you know, he gets back in a plane and goes up to Pittsburgh and then goes over to overseas, and, and, and he's not here whenever your attitude is bad the next week. But God has given shepherds, come on, somebody say shepherds, to stay with the flock. And so the Spirit of God is saying to me that God is going to use the person that's up close and personal to bring revelation that's up close and personal so that we can grow thereby, so that we can get ready, say get ready for the next season. Amen. Get ready for what God is trying to do. Get ready, get prepared for what God is trying to say and do. And so if he's using pastors, then he's using our pastors. Amen. And so that's, that excites me because I don't know about you, but, but it seems like every message in this last couple months has just been like this supernatural deposit that has just gone down in my heart. And every, every time I walk out of here, I'm like, man, that, that was a word from God to me. That, that addresses something to me. And, and obviously every time anybody brings the word, that, it can be that way, way for you, and it should be. But, but there's, it's like there's just been some extra sauce. Amen. You know, I come from, from a, a, a long line of sauce lovers. Uh, if you've ever been over to our place, there's a table uh, that is set, and in the middle of the table, there is a round uh, uh, tray that is filled with sauce is. And I like sauce. You know, when I go to Sonny's, I get extra sauce. Uh, when I go to uh, any barbecue place, I get extra sauce, you know, and I don't like just one sauce. I like the, the mustard. I like the sweet sauce. I like a little bit of hot sauce, and I pile it on it. If you ever go to Four Rivers with me, you'll see it's like I have the meat, and then I have sauce. I have some meat to go with the sauce. There, the reason we eat meat is so that you have something to put sauce on because you can't just drink sauce. That's gross, Right? Well, it's like this last couple months, it's just when the, when the word is being brought, it, man, it, it just has a little bit of extra sauce on it. I'm just like, man, that is so good. It's so good to my spirit. And it's going down deeper than, than it has in past seasons because the anointing is on it. The anointing is on it in an increased way. Amen. The anointing was on it. But when God is breathing on something, when God is using something specific, then the anointing is on it in a way that it wasn't in a past, in a past season. The anointing is called increased, right? It's increased anointing. And so when the anointing is increasing, then we need to lean into what God is anointing so that we receive of what that, what that anointing is bringing, right? And so if God is wanting to bring revelation, then I want the revelation, Amen. Because God, God, when he's trying to say something, when he's trying to do something, and you can see, you can see how, how even as our pastors are bringing these messages about seeking, seeking the glory of God and, and letting the glory indwell us and then, and then on faith and, and these different things, that these things are building us into something, right? And we, we want to get ready because as we, as we receive the revelation and as we let it go down into our hearts... And we receive it and we become good ground, right? I want to be good ground. I'm going to be good ground. I don't just want to be. I am going to be good ground. Woo! <laughs> because it's our choice what kind of ground we are. 
Some 30, some 60, some 100, right? Well, I, you can be a 30, you can be a 60, or you could be a knothead uh, and, and, be, and be stony ground, but I don't want to be stony ground. I don't want to just get excited about the word on Sunday and be like, whoa, on faith. <laughs> yeah, I got that faith message on Sunday. But then on Monday when it's time for me to actually use my faith and do the things that God is saying to step out in, then I'm kind of like, yeah, but it's more comfortable over here in the, on the stony ground. No, get it, you get to choose what kind of ground you're going to be. And God doesn't say, well, pastor, he's going to be hundredfold ground. Brother Q, probably 30, maybe 15. Um, and, and, you know, uh, uh, Brother Steve, he's stony ground. And Jay, he's, he's, he's not stony, but, but it's kind of dry ground. No, God doesn't choose. We get to choose. And, and so the power, the power or the, uh, the power of the choice belongs to us, and we get to choose whether we receive the revelation that God is speaking in that hour or not. You know, there was, I was, when I was at Ramah, we were the last class to um, sit in Brother Hagen's uh, uh, classes in person, and I'm grateful for that. You know, when, it, when we were, we, I think I just told Pastor, and, and Miss Cindy was the youth pastor at the time, and I sat down and said, I don't think I'm going to go to Ramah, you know, I think God God, you know, God's doing things here. I'm going to stay here and learn, and, and I'll just stay here, and, and I think that's what I'm going to do. I mean, you know, it's good to get out of your mind and follow your, the spirit of God, right? And so, um, you know, no sooner than I said I think like three weeks later, I'm down at, uh, at, a, at a youth minister's um, uh, luncheon really I think it was and Pastor Greg and Miss Cindy and and the other youth pastors were there who had all been to Ramah and they were actually telling horror stories of of going out to Ramah and things breaking down and, and and things you know not going right and cars being stolen and and you know just all kinds of horror stories and in my spirit I'm like I gotta have that I'm like I gotta have that just in my spirit I'm like I've got to have that. I've got to go, and, and, and it's time, you know. And I'm like, oh, no, I just told all my pastors I wasn't going to do this. Why did I open my big mouth, you know. Uh, but I went and presented it, you know, and, and I remember going Sunday after service and saying, yeah, I need to, I need to talk to you and, and talk to pastor. And, and he said, no, that's, that is not the Holy No, he said, he said, yeah, I believe that's the Holy Ghost. I believe this is God's timing. Amen. How many know it's good to present things to, to the ones you trust when you think God's moving you into something new? And if you don't have the confidence to bring it before people that you trust, it might not be God. It's just a side note. That was free tonight. John, you don't have to take up a second offering. You did a great job on the first one, but we no second offering for that. Um, so, you know, revelation is, is wanting to flow. Um, we were praying. Um, uh, in, let's turn over to Ezekiel chapter 47 real quick. Praise the Lord. And, um, you know, in Ezekiel chapter 47, uh, because of time, we won't read through all this. But, but you, know, you know this, this, this passage, and it's, and it's talking about the vision of the temple and the waters, the rivers that were flowing out of the temple. And they, in, you know, they increased, they walked out, you know, uh, and, and it was ankle deep. And they walked a little further, and then it was knee deep. And then they walked a little bit further, and it was waist deep. And then it was deep enough to where they could, couldn't hardly swim, right? And there were rivers. And where was the where was was the river originating from? From the temple, right? From the throne of God. And in, uh, I believe it's Revelations chapter 22. I didn't write the re reference down. But uh, John has a vision uh, of the throne room of God. And there's a river that's running out from the river. And in those rivers, there, there's everything that God has, right? There's rivers. You know, uh, what did Jesus say in, in, uh, in John chapter 7? He said, out of your belly will flow what? Rivers of living water. And so there's there's rivers that 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 are try, that the Lord is using to bring uh, uh, revelation and uh, the the worship team we were praying um, uh, one Sunday morning before service and. And the this Holy Spirit just spoke that there are rivers of revelation that are that are the Lord wants to bring in on our worship. That through our worship, he wants to set our hearts open and get us connected with what he's trying to say so that revelation can flow through our pastors. 
And, and so we just began to declare, Lord, we will yield as a worship team to these rivers that are flowing from the throne room. Revelation comes from where? The throne, right? We, uh, revelation comes from God. And so we want to connect with the, with the heart of God. We want to connect with the throne room so that when those rivers of revelation are flowing, we're yielding. And, you know, it began to make sense as pastor has been talking about us yielding and making a place for the glory of God to come and dwell and, uh, and, and be a house where God is comfortable. The Father is comfortable, and, and, and he can move and speak and do what he wants to do. And as we were praying that out, and I just, I just saw what the Lord was saying. He's saying, look, I've got some things that I'm trying to bring across, and it's up to us to yield to the Spirit of God and become uh, 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 one who will flow with the rivers of God so that revelation, the, you know, the revelation, revelation comes by the anointing just the same way that the healing power does, Right? In this, not, the, it's, a, it's a different function of the Holy Spirit. But you have to set the atmosphere for revelation to be there the same way that you have to set the atmosphere for the, for the healing anointing to come in. You have to give place, right? We have to make room for the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do like we did tonight, coming in hungry and just setting our hearts. But what, I, what was important to me about this is that then it, when you start stirring it up for expectation of revelation... So as we're worshiping and as we're giving glory to God and as we're yielding, we're, our expectations as we come to service, our expectation is beginning to be stirred that, that revelation is trying to flow in these, in these services when we gather together. And if revelation is trying to flow, then we want to yield, right? And then the Holy Spirit spoke, you know, this morning and said that revelation is trying to come through our pastors. Well, we want to set an atmosphere where the anointing can flow through, the, through whoever gets up to minister, but specifically the pastors, right? Because that's who God said he was wanting to use. So there's revelation that's going to flow through this season as we yield ourselves in, in worship. And as we set ourselves uh, to be open for the glory of God to come in and dwell. And in the glory will be fresh revelation for the season that we're in. That's what I'm trying to bring it around to. That in the glory, as we yield ourselves, as we say yes, Lord, as we come in worship, in worship with expectation and hunger in our hearts, we're not just hungering uh, just for whatever we we want God to do whatever He wants. But He's saying, I want to bring revelation. So we want to stir ourselves. Say, Lord, bring revelation today. Bring revelation this week. Speak in a way that you haven't spoken before, so that we so we see the word in a way we've not seen it before. So that we see faith. If we know pastors on faith. Lord, bring revelation as we worship. We're hungry and thirsty to see faith in a way that we've not seen it before so that we can walk in a way that we've not walked before. Right? We want to stir ourselves up for what God is trying to say and what he's trying to do. Um, over in Acts chapter 13, if you want some scriptural reference here, we are in church, right? Acts chapter 13, and we know this verse. Verse 2, it says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, what? The Holy Spirit said. And that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. As we're ministering to the Lord, as we're setting our hearts to worship, as we're setting our hearts to, to, for his glory to come and dwell in this house, and for us to be a house where he's comfortable to speak, that we're putting an expectation that when we do that, the Holy Spirit will speak. The Holy Spirit will bring revelation. The Holy Spirit will answer the thing that we've been 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 missing or not been seeing. Right? We want to see. We want to see what we've not seen. That's what why we want the Spirit of wisdom and revelation to come. Ha, anyone ever ever uh, been walking along in your in your Christian walk and all of a sudden you know you're in church and you hear something and all of a sudden just shines a light on something you feel like you've been missing for the, your whole life, and you're like, what? What? Why have I been doing it this way? It's clearly right here that I should be doing it this way. What in the world? What is that? That's revelation. As you minister to the Lord, the Holy Spirit said. The Holy Spirit spoke and brought revelation of what the pastor was saying or what the minister was saying. And it came alive on the inside of you. See, we don't want to just fill ourselves with, with knowledge. We don't want knowledge. We want revelation. Because knowledge puffs up, but revelation causes us to launch out into the thing that God is endeavoring to get us to do, right? So we want a spirit of wisdom and revelation because we want, we want God to speak whenever we come and minister to him. Amen. Now I want to talk about elevation. Um, God is not just bringing revelation just so that we know more. 
But like Pastor's been saying, God is calling us up higher. God's calling us up to a higher place. And there's revelation that we need that will get us to walk in that higher place. That's why God's trying to bring revelation. Because how many know if you don't have a foundation, right? You can't, we can't just hang these steps in the mid, in middle of the air. Because if you do, when you try to walk on them, they're not going to hold you, right? But you have to have the foundation for this step. And then you have to have a foundation for this step. And a foundation for this step. And a foundation for this step. Well, revelation of the word of God and what God is trying to bring out in the word is the foundation that you need to take the next step so that you can walk higher. Right? This is nice. It's comfortable down here. But if God's calling me up higher, I want to I go up here. And I can walk around up here. And I can, I can move up here. But then if God's saying come up higher, then I want to come up a little bit more. And so I need revelation as a foundation so that I can step up and receive what God is saying and walk in and experience what he's calling me to. And so that's what I'm trying to talk about tonight is that, that God is trying to elevate us, but he cannot elevate us higher than, than, the, than the revelation that we have. Does that make sense? Because the word is our foundation. The word is our, is our, is our, is our uh, 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 ground in which we can build on. And, you know, you know the parable of the, of the, man, that, the man that built his house on the sand. And when the storms came, his house, you know, blew away and fell apart. And then there was the guy that built his house on the rock, which was the word. And then when the storms and the winds came, his house stood strong, right? And so we want to be the one that has, has the house built on the word. We want our foundation built on the word. You know, when I was in um, Chicago, um, the, I think it used to be called the Sears Tower. Now it's called something else that I don't remember the name of. But uh, we went up to the top, and um, there was, you know, things that you could do up there, like getting this thing that leans you over, face, you know, facing the ground, which I rebuked in the name of Jesus um, and stayed far away from. But the thing that caught my attention, surprisingly enough, was there was this video playing on the foundation of the building. And Mark's laughing because I always pick on him for liking these kinds of things that, uh, you know, nerds would like that would be coming to our Christmas uh, but but it was it, it was talking about the foundation. It was these you know group of, group of guys, and they were they were in charge of uh, coming up with a foundation that would hold uh, that that height of a building in Chicago. And they spent a lot of time and a lot of energy looking into what kind of pillars they could drill into the earth and what kind of foundation they would have to lay in order to support a building to go that high. And what I'm saying to you tonight is there is revelation that God is taking careful and a careful, um, uh, he's ha he has a careful strategy of revelation that he's trying to pour into you in this season because he's trying to take you up to a high place in the next season. He, see, God, God, is, God will allow us to be a one, how many know uh, you got to have your foundation right even in a one-story building, Right? If your foundation isn't right in a one-story building with the way that Florida's made up with especially, you'll start to see cracks in your foundation and walls. You know, when I was in real estate, you'd go into a house that had foundation issues and your walls are leaned and, and, and roofs are buckled because, because the earth had moved around because it was the foundation wasn't set right. It wasn't made right. And so it is important to have a, a strong foundation for a one-story building, but you need you need a deeper and more stable foundation if you're going to go up high. And a foundation can be poured for a one-story building in a week. Footers and, and, and concrete can be done in a week's time. And you, and you can have a beautiful one-story home in, on that level foundation. But how many of you know if you're going to build a Sears Tower, you can't just pour the foundation in a week and say, all right, let's start, start building. I heard tell that this week there was a, um, a, a building somewhere in Texas, several weeks ago in Texas, though, in New Orleans, like I said, Texas, uh, in New Orleans, whose foundation wasn't correct in one area and it began to crumble and so and so what happened now they're going to have to to tear down the whole building because the foundation wasn't right and all I'm saying is I don't mind spending a little extra time getting the revelation that I need to build my foundation because I'm not trying to crumble you, you know what I'm saying 
it's worth it taking the time to draw on the Spirit of God to get the revelation you need in this season so that when the Lord wants to promote you and take you up into new things, give you the things that's, that are on your heart, give you the things that you've been asking for, give you the things that you desire, it's worth taking the time to make sure your foundation was laid correctly, that you drew of the revelation of the Word of God that God was trying to deliver in the season before that because when, when you get up here, you don't want your foundation to fall. Because when the winds and the storms, man, when you're up there in the in the in the uh, Sears Tower, man, you look down and the waters are uh, you know are crashing and all that, and it it doesn't even bother you. And the foundation is firm and the foundation is strong, and you don't you're not worried. You're just enjoying the view. And when you've taken the time to receive of the revelation that God is is has been trying to get to you, and you you take it in. Don't pass up your season for for a seed. Don't pass up your season to receive the seed, the seed revelation of God, so that so that it can spring up into, into the tree that it's supposed to. And, and when you've taken the time for your foundation, you can stand up and enjoy the view. You can stand up and enjoy what God has called you to. You can stand up and enjoy what he's saying. You can stand up and enjoy the blessings that he's brought you in because you know your foundation has become strong because you received of the revelation that you needed in the season before that, Right? I want that. How about you? Um, you know, when we're, when we're in an elevated place, uh, turn over to Isaiah chapter 11. We'll go there real quick. God's good, isn't he? Isaiah chapter uh, 11 and verse 1. This is... This is prophesying about David, um, but it also is prophesying about Jesus. And guess who's been made one with Jesus and part of his body? It says, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, or you could say revelation. The spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord and verse 3, it says, his delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Paul said it like this, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. We'll turn over there and read it. When you're there, say praise the Lord. All the fast people already said it, praise God. Um, and Paul said it's like this. He said, verse 18, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen, they're temporary, but the things which are, are not seen, they are what? They are eternal. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1, you're familiar with it. It says, it says it like this. It says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of earth, for you died and your life is hidden. Where? With Christ in God. Um, the message uh, paraphrase says it like this. It says, so if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. I like it when it says stuff like that. If you're serious about living this resurrection life, then act like it. Amen? Let your faith pour over into actions. It says pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along eyes to the ground absorbed with the things right in front of you. But what? Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. And we're talking about elevation because when you begin to receive revelation and you begin to, to, to take it and, and let it become alive on the inside of you, when you recognize that revelation is pouring out in a season and you honor it as such, that's important. The reason I want to bring this out is because we need to, when revelation is being poured out, we need to honor it. We don't need to just say, well, that's just pastor, you know, preaching on faith again. I, I've, I've been here 15 years. I've heard these messages for 15 years. I've already got this. No, hone in to what the Spirit of God is saying. Recognize there's fresh revelation here, and I need to turn my expectation towards receiving fresh revelation because there's something I need in this, in this message that will implant in me a foundation for the next thing that God is calling me to. 
You see, there's a difference there. And when you have that, that perspective and you begin to lean in from that place, when you begin to lean in and not just say, oh, another faith message. No, you lean in and you say, no, there's revelation. I'm believing God for revelation to flow. And revelation is pouring forth this morning. So I'm going to lean in and draw on it like revelation is flowing straight from the throne through the lips of whoever's ministering and straight into my spirit. And when you begin to look and lean in from that perspective and draw from it, come on, if you had the opportunity to go back and sit in Brother Hagen's messages and, and, and sit down and, and, and you were you got a front row spot. I remember as teenagers, we were always trying to jockey for, for fast, you know, for, for, for places that were closer up. You know, all the ministers, important people had the first few rows, but, but we were knuckleheads. And so we're always there early and, 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 and we, would, we would try to move in and bump old ladies out of the way. You know, we were young and immature, but we were hungry. We were hungry. And God responded to it. And I remember we became friends with a few of the, uh, the uh, members and Raymond Singers and band. And so they would, they, would, they would sneak us into seats that we weren't really supposed to have. But because they said we could, we could go there. And I remember I, I, every, every time we were in service, I, man, I didn't know anything. But I just knew, man, Brother hagan has got it going on. And I want whatever this, this guy. Yeah, he may be old looking. He may be, you know, uh, uh, tell, say things that I don't really understand. But there's something on him that I need. And I would lean in. You know, I'd lean in. And, and I would hope he'd come by, by my aisle. Well, when I'd repented on the way, I would. You know, as a teenager, you're like, oh, Lord, I forgive me if there's anything at all that as I'm going, because if the, I'm going to the pro, where the prophet is, Lord, anything at all, don't, don't, don't have him call me out for my bad attitude. Please, Lord, forgive me. I, I get that right right now in the name of Jesus. It's under the blood, right? Right, Lord? But, but, but think about it. If you just had the opportunity to go back and sit in his, in his, in his messages or, or in his services or, or pick somebody else or whatever, how would you lean in? How would you, how would you draw on that? Because it, was, it would be in the right season, and, and, and you would have a hunger and a desire to draw on that in that season, right? You would, you would say, man, I, I'm going to receive everything I can in this moment. I'm going to draw on everything I can. Imagine if we came and sat when, when, when whoever was up here ministering, we sat from that place and say, Lord, I need the life of God that is pouring forth from the throne through through my pastor or through my associate pastor, through through Pastor Angelo or, or, or whoever, Miss Amy or whoever's up there speaking. I've got to draw, I've got to draw out what the Spirit of God is trying to say because it's my foundation for this season and I can't miss a part of my foundation because I know what's coming and I want it to be firm and I want it to be strong and I want to have everything you've called me to. I know I'm not staying where I'm at. You're trying to elevate me. And part of my elevation is receiving of this revelation that's pouring forth today. Come on, imagine how, imagine how, you, would, how you would be able to draw and build in a season. Honoring the things that, that are coming forth. Amen. And God is specifically saying, I, I'm declaring this tonight, that God is specifically saying he is using our pastors to pour out the revelation for this church that we need. And so they should be the ones that we're tuning into to, to receive of that. Amen. I believe God speaks to our hearts at home, and, and I believe he'll, he will continue to do that. And I believe he'll speak to us when we're on our jobs, and I believe he's going to continue to do that. But I'm also going to respond to what God is saying and put an, a, a, an extra expectation on what God's trying to do in this house in this season. Right? Because I want to move up. Amen. All right. Let's see. Say, move along, Steve. Elevation. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9, I'll just, you, I mean, you know it. It's, it's what they call the Lord's Prayer. And, and what, is, what does Jesus say that we're, how we're supposed to pray? He said we're supposed to pray this way. He said, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, honoring and giving him place. Amen. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. We're supposed to help to bring what God is, has already going on in heaven here on this earth. And so we need to see things from that perspective. We need to, we need, man, I'm, as, as this message of faith tune-up is, is going on, man, I'm receiving and I'm, I'm trying to draw out of it everything I can because I'm trying to look and see things from a perspective that I've not been seeing it because how can I bring heaven to earth if I don't know what's going on in heaven? And if God is using my pastor to bring revelation from heaven to earth, 
then I need to receive of that so I can replicate it on earth so that we can do what Jesus has been told us what we should be praying about, which is bringing heaven to earth. Does that make sense? And so my heart is to, 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 be, to take a, a higher place. My heart is to take the place that he's positioned us because we've been seated together in heavenly places, right? And so if that's our place, then, then we need to see things from that perspective and respond from that place. Say respond. Amen. Because why is, the, why is that? Why is God wanting us to, to come to a higher place? Is it just so that people can say, oh, man, that church down in Impact just has got the anointing like crazy? No, it's because he's got a purpose for us to, to bring change and to bring heaven to a place. Man, God, God sent, you know, when, back in the old days, you, they would send uh, uh, troops out or they would send um, ambassadors and they'd send things to other countries to colonize, right, to colonize, to make a colony of what their home looked like in that new place. And so they would bring what their they would bring to the colony what their home was like there into a new land, right? Well, God has set us up as Impact Family Church to be a colony of heaven in high springs. Come on. Not just so that even we stay we we only affect this area, but so that we can colonize the area of High Springs and Alachua with heaven's realities, with heaven's uh, 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 presence, with heaven's power, with heaven's love, with heaven's mercy, with heaven's goodness. And so we, we've got a commission. What the, the, the vision says it like this, that we would open man, men's eyes from darkness to light. So that they would know they have an inheritance. Well, how can you tell anyone about an inheritance unless you're walking in and experiencing an inheritance? Might need to tune your faith up. Hallelujah. Is this making sense? And the third one, restoration, and I'll wrap it up here. God is wanting to restore things from, that have been stolen in a past season. He's wanting to restore to you. He's wanting to restore to us. And he's wanting to restore to this nation things that have been stolen away in a past season. I believe that this year and, and, and moving into, into 2020 and, and, and beyond is, is like a year of jubilee that God is trying to bring restoration to the church, a restoration to our church, restoration to you, restoration to the authority of the church in, in, the, in the United States of America, bring restoration to the United States of America. I believe God is trying to bring restoration in this season. And so God is stirring in the churches Come on, I, this is good. God is stirring in the churches, pastors who are bringing revelation so that we as believers can elevate to a new elevation so that we can begin to use our authority to bring more restoration. Come on, there's a divine plan. God knows what he's doing. And so when you're sitting here on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or a Wednesday night and you're leaning in and receiving revelation, you're not just receiving revelation even just so that you and yours can be blessed or so that you can be refreshed. That's part of it. But what God is trying to do, he's trying to bring revelation so that, so that you can be, have an elevation that you didn't have so that you can help to bring restoration in an area that you couldn't bring restoration in last year. Bring restoration to, to a nation the way that you couldn't last year because you, your faith wasn't stirred like it was last year. Your, your, faith, your faith is stirred now in a way that you haven't been stirred before. And so authority is beginning to rise. And so when Pastor Greg says, hey, let's, let's stop right here and let's, let's lean in and pray for the nation, all of a sudden you've been tuning that faith up. And now you can believe for something for our nation that you couldn't have believed last year. You can believe something for your family that you couldn't have believed for last year. See, God is purposeful in everything he does. He doesn't, he doesn't just do things just willy-nilly. Like, oh, I think I'll pour a little revelation here. I think I'll pour a little restoration here. I think I'll, No, God is in response to what we believe and in response to what we're asking for and in response to what we're doing. Amen. And so the more that we hunger and thirst for revelation, how many of you know the more we're going to have? Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. Amen. And so I'm just coming tonight as an agent uh, 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 to, uh, of, of, uh, of stirring to say, here, stir yourself up in re for revelation. Stir yourself up because that's what God is trying to do. He's trying to bring revelation because he has a, he has a mission for us. He's got a, 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 something for us to do. Uh, over in... Um, 
Uh, Isaiah chapter 54. Y'all know this is one of my favorite passages. And I don't think I've read it in church in a long time, so I'm going to read it. Um, And we'll close with this. In, In chapter 54, it says, Sing, O barren, you who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Mm. Man, I love when God speaks a thing, when God says a thing. Because what looks to be opposite doesn't matter what it looks like. God says, more are the children of the barren more of the ch- more are the children of the of the one who's not e- who not even doesn't even have have someone to to give them children more is that person than the than the one who's married because because I've said it and I've not it says you you have not la- you who have not labored with child for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman says the lord and then he says to verse 2 to to do something he says enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out your the curtains of your dwellings do not spare lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes, for you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Then he goes on to say, do not fear and, and whatnot. But, but I just wanted to say that because here's the thing. You got to begin to dare to believe again about our nation. You got to dare to believe again about what God can do. You know, over in Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14, it says, he says that if the people that are called by my name will humble themselves and, and, and turn from their wicked ways and, and pray to me, I will heal their land. He wasn't just saying I'll heal, heal their city. I wasn't saying, he wasn't just saying I will heal their their, their their community. He said, I will heal their land. Is there still healing and restoration for, for the United States of America? Yes, if the church will receive the revelation that God is pouring out in this hour and begin to respond to it and act on it and begin to take their place that God is calling them into and, elev- and take the place of elevation because uh, uh, Romans in chapter 5 says that I've called you to reign in life as kings. Amen. How do kings reign? How do kings rule and reign? They see an issue and then they bring an answer to the issue. They bring an answer to the problem because they're a king. They have authority. And and over in, in what we read over in, in, um, in what was it? In, in Isaiah in chapter 11 verse 2 it, say, it says this, this was the anointing that was coming upon King David. This is the anointing that came on Jesus. This is the anointing that is upon us to be able to look and make judgments not based on what we see and not based on what our ears are hearing but based on a reality that we're tapped into that's above all of that. There is an anointing on us as kings and priests, amen, to rule and to reign with Jesus and to rule and reign from a place seated together with him. And God is trying to bring revelation so we'll take, a, we'll take that positional place and make it an experiential place in this hour. I believe God, God is calling us. I believe the higher place that God is calling us to, part of it is this, that God is trying to bring revelation. He's trying to bring a foundation. He's trying to bring us into a place of elevation so that we can help to bring restoration in this hour. This is a time where restoration is needed in the body of Christ. Amen. There's, there, this is a time when restoration is needed in our nation. There's the time when many families need restoration. And God has made us Ministers of what? Reconciliation. Reconciliation speaks of restoration. And so I just had that on my heart tonight to stir you up. Man, take seriously the moments that we're, that we're here together. Not seriously stuffy, right? I'm not saying be stuffy. I'm saying lean in with all your heart. Lean in with all your heart. Pull, pull on the revelation. You know, I'll say this. I've never said this before, but... but I'll say this because I believe it's appropriate. When God called me back to, to Impact Family Church, you know, I was out at Raymond. I didn't know what I was, I was going to do. We had offers to go here and go there and, and didn't, couldn't get peace about any of them. I'm like, oh, yeah, New York City, that's you, Jesus, right? Oh, yes, 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 yes. And it just felt dead, dead as can be on the inside. Then I had, we had an offer from somebody in San Diego to come and help them there. And I'm like, San Diego, yes, Jesus, I hear that. San Diego, where the weather's always pretty, you know. And nope, that, there was no peace there. 
then, you know, I was like, Lord, what do you want us to do? And it just seemed good to come back home. It's the only thing I could get peace about, you know. And so we decided that we asked Pastor what he thought about that. He said, well, I'll think about it and pray on it. No, he said, yeah, we, 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 we'd like to have you come back and help serve. And, you know, when I got here and, and I remember coming and sitting in, in his office and he was sharing something that I'm sure was very important. But I was listening to what the Holy Spirit was saying on the inside and, instead of what he was saying. And the Spirit of God said, I want you to sit under pastor as if you had the opportunity to sit under Brother Hagen. And when he said that to me, he, he, he was saying, I want you to honor being able to come and sit and receive of pastor as if you would. Because how many of you know a young Rama graduate Man, if Brother Hagen said, you know what, I want you to come and I want you to go on the road with me. And, 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 you know, even if you had to, like, just carry his books and, you know, buff his shoes, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this, that, that's the thing. I'm, I'll do it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and so that, when God was saying that, it meant something to me at the time. And so he said that to me. And so, so I, I've endeavored to draw on pastor from, from that place. As if I had the opportunity to sit under Brother Hagen. And why am I saying that? I'm only saying that because I'm saying that you have the opportunity to draw every week. And if we're not careful because we see these four people week in and week out, that we lose the 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 anoint the 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 amount of anointing that is upon them we lose the honor for what God is doing through them yes they're people yes they're 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 we know them and we and and pastor Angel lets us come and tour her house every once in a while and as long as we wipe our feet real good and 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 we and we know them in their in their humanity and 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 so it can be easy to allow knowing them to to when they get up here we we don't lean in as if we would would if brother Hagen was standing up here or some other minister that we that we respect or or maybe Keith Moore or or whoever your favorite TV minister is and all I'm saying is God is specifically it's always the case but God is specifically saying so much that he woke me up in the middle of the night to declare this to me that God is going to use these four to pour out revelation in this season that we have to draw on and have to receive of as a church we're the core on Sunday night right this is the core, and we've got to lean in and draw when they get up to speak because it's imperative for what God is about to do in us. It's imperative for what God is about to do. And so we need to make sure we relish this, this season of, of pulling on the revelation and building our foundation so that we can go to the high place that pastor sees in his heart for us to go to. Right? Does that make sense? So just pretend they're not here right now and just and just and just make that adjustment, you know, in your heart. If you if you're like, you know what, I, I have been just kind of letting it be be blase because because we see it's the same person every week. It, you know, they don't they don't have like all the cool brown box and the rap box and the you know, or whatever it is that, you know, speaks to us, you know, when a guest minister comes in, you know, some neat, neat little new thing. But 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 they're here up close. What did the Holy Spirit say? Up, he's bringing revelation that's up close and personal. And so there's some up close and personal things. So when pastor gets up and says something that ruffles your feathers, don't dismiss it and say, oh, he's just saying that because that's the way he thinks and that's just it. No, instead say, is God, is this one of these revelations that's up close and personal that I need to make an adjustment? Because I need to see, is there a crack in my foundation over here? And that's why it's kind of annoying me a lot because there's a crack here and it's annoying and I'm having to face that. No, check and see and honor the revelation that's flowing this season because we're, we're going up to a higher place. Is that good? Amen. Amen. Father, we're grateful tonight. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the revelation that is coming forth. Lord, I thank you that you do alert us and show us father what you're trying to do you said that the holy spirit comes to show us the things that are to come and father you you've been speaking it in in this house week after week father god that that you're taking us up into a higher place you're trying to get us to open up in a fresh way in a new way and so father we just take this time to recognize that and say lord we we hear what you're trying to say 
We see what you're trying to do. We don't look with the, with the natural eye and we don't hear with the natural ear, but rather we tune in to what the Spirit of God is saying so that we can make sure our foundation is strong in this hour, in this season. Father, we look ahead and we see the things that are to come. Father, we're grateful and we're hungry. And Father, we thank you. That's why it makes this time so important. And so we don't pass up opportunities to make adjustments. Let's just commit right now. Father, we, we don't pass up opportunities to make adjustments in this season. But rather, we make our hearts more sensitive to you so that we'll make the adjustments we need to make so that we can have and do all that you're calling us to. And we just commit to you right now. Just in your own heart, just commit to him. Lord, I commit, even me, I commit to make all the adjustments that you're, that you're revealing and showing, to make any adjustment because I want your best. I want your best for me. I want your best for this church. I want your best for this community. I want your best for this nation. And, Father, I can, we can have your best. And so we just make that adjustment right now by faith. We just make that adjustment. And, Father, we thank you. You honor that. Hallelujah. And you'll begin to speak and you'll begin to show and you'll begin to demonstrate yourself. And, Father, we give you honor and glory. And we just agree together. Let's just agree together. Father, we agree together right now for the revelation that you're trying to pour out in this hour in this church. And, Father, we just thank you in advance that everything that needs to be revealed, everything that needs to be said, everything about any subject, any area, nothing is off limits, Lord. We want all the revelation that is meant for this hour. We want all the revelation that is meant for this day. We want all the revelation that's meant for this church. And, Father, Father, we also agree together with other churches and we just declare that, that other churches will awaken to the words that you're trying to speak through their pastors, Father, and that an honor for the pastor's office will begin to rise in the body of Christ. I declare right now that the, the honor for the pastor's office will begin to rise to a new level so that you can use it in a new level, so that you can bring greater restoration to the body of Christ and the church can walk in its fullness and have the fullness of the revelation that is called to have in this hour in this day and I declare that father as the church rises up in their honor and, and respect for the pastoral office restoration will come at a heightened rate and the spirit of God will be able to speak to a greater clarity and the devil will be put on the run in a greater measure every church in every church that honors the pastor's office in a greater in a greater way in the name of Jesus I declare that to be so father we thank you for it we give you glory. Let's just thank him. We love you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We love you so much. Amen, 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 amen. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.